0: Yes, indeed. Welcome to Triple H 100.1 FM and stay in the loop with Lucy. It is lovely to be with you this Sunday morning. Really, really lovely. And um, uh, how nice to look out of the window and see a little bit of blue sky this morning. The rain has been so torrential that um, as much as a a good cleansing it feels, it is really nice to have a little bit of uh, respite from it and to be able to walk from the car and not walk in as a drowned rat Um, yes indeed sunday morning on triple h 100.1 fm my name is lucy you are listening to stay in the loop with lucy it's a show that covers health and well-being through connection to people people in our community and people beyond who share with us their experiences their choices and consequences and regardless of age their innate wisdom By discerning and getting a sense of what is transferable from what these guests share, we can choose to apply the relevant aspects in our lives and in our community and develop programs that found a more sustainable, loving and heartfelt way to be with each other, thereby improving our physical and our mental health. This week's show on Stay in the Loot with Lucy is a celebration of the women in our community. We have International Women's Day on Wednesday and there are numerous events going on throughout the national and international community to celebrate uh, the opportunity to, to um, actually the hashtag for this year is be bold for change. Um, so we this morning we'll have a look at what being bold for change might look like um, to different people in different situations. We're going to be running an event in Hornsby um, by the uh, fountain, all the way around the fountain. We have about 25 stalls who have pitched to say they will be part in this wonderful celebration. The money that we raise from um, just actually offering the space for the stalls and for people who have sponsored the event via our flyer, all that money is being split between the Hornsby Kuringai Women's Shelter and um, Streetworks Young Women's Programs. So I'm just going to give a quick thank you to those organisations who have sponsored that this year. We have got uh, Triple H, who are there, Settlement Services International, Arbon, Gentle Rhythms... Ability Links, Street Work Themselves, the Hornsby Keringai Women's Shelter Themselves, Seroptimist International, Hepatitis New South Wales, Fernwood Fitness in Hornsby, Smartline Personal Mortgage Advisors, and of course, this show, Stay in the Loop with Lucy. So thank you to all of them, because actually without them, it would be really difficult to um, put on an event like that and to be able to offer what we're about to be offer, uh, to offer the women in Kuringai and Hornsby on Wednesday. The event runs from 10 till 2. I'll tell you lots about it through the show today. We're going to have experiences, so experiential stores where you can have mini facials, mini healings, mini massages. Um, we'll have a number of expert, uh, key people who work with women all the time talking about Um, how to bring a sense of change into your life and how to balance that with family and with children and with partners and with work and other commitments. We've got the business community who are coming to the table to inspire other women to set up their own business and maybe talk about how they've done it themselves. I'll be there broadcasting all day. I think to start off with, we will have um, a music. The music will all be female musicians and fe- female bands. Um, they won't be there, we'll be playing their music. Uh, but interspersed with that, I'm going to be doing interviews with a lot of the um, store holders so that you can really get a flavor. And if you feel to come down, it would be really lovely. We've got a lot of giveaways. We have um, 150 goodie bags, which are packed with some really quite cool bits and bobs. That's uh, for the first 150 people through the event. But we've got giveaways all the way through the day. Um, Priceline have have been very generous with um, those. We've had um, other organisations like uh, Blue Illusion who've given us um, four little packs to give away. Uh, Just people in there, as I'm going out and asking people to leave flyers, if I can leave flyers with them, they're offering to support the event by giving us little giveaways. So, you know, the the community really is is coming to the table with this. And it's been lovely sharing that it's not about bashing men. It's about um, celebrating each of us equally and what we all bring to our community. So really, that's... That's the purpose of the day. We, um, you know, the other thing that we've got, which I think is really quite fun, um, we've got an opportunity to make flowers, um, a flower crown, I should say. Um, the art of the flower. Um, I'm sure she'll teach you how to do that, but it will be well worth having a go. Um, there are also, um, you can get your hand hennaed, some henna art on your hand. There's an opportunity for a hand massage. Um, we're we're in the final stages of making sure that we've got someone who's going to do some uh, nail art that's just going to have hearts on it for International Women's Day. Making sure that you um, really embrace the importance of self care and self love, um, particularly if you're considering change. Change is supported. It built, the foundation is built when we actually. Um, self care and self love and self nurture. That's the way we can sustain that change. So I will leave you with some music now. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to Namoy Dougal, who was recently named as, as the Davidson Electorate's 2017 Local Woman of the Year. Um, a, a, a dynamo of a woman. I met her last year at an event, when, two years ago actually, when they invited me to an event being on the kids' um, youth development services table. Um, You're listening to Stay in the Loop with Lucy on Triple H 100.1 FM. Yes, indeed. Welcome back, Triple H 100.1 FM. Um, You are listening to Stay in the Loop with Lucy. Towards the end of February, the Minister for Women, the Honourable... Tanya Davis presented the Davidson Electric's Local Women of the Year Award to namoy Dougal at New South Wales Parliament House to quote every day women across New South Wales lead the way in culture and economic progress the Women of the Year Awards is an opportunity to recognise these inspirational women the awards support the New South Wales commitment to building an equitable inclusive and safe society where all women are valued and respected can contribute meaningfully Meaningfully and can enjoy the rights, freedoms, and protections to which everyone in New South Wales t- um, is entitled to. Namoi has been the chair of a much-loved and much-featured organisation on my show, Kids Youth Development Services, where she has been chair for the last six years and only recently stepped down, although continues to serve on the board. Welcome, Namoi. Good morning. Thank you very much, and first, uh, congratulations on winning this award. It is wonderful to see your dedication to your work at Kids has been appreciated and can now serve maybe to raise the profile of the organisation even further.
1: Thank you. Uh, It it was a privilege, and I got quite a surprise when I got the email.
0: Can I take you back to ask how you first got involved with Kids?
1: Well, it was a number of years ago I... um, had previously been on um, the board of the local area health service. So I was quite interested in in health issues. And Jennifer Anderson, who was the then and is the current mayor of uh, Kuringai Council, invited me to a kids dinner. And I was just astounded about the amount of work that A, was needed for young people uh, in early prevention for men and mental health services but also by how such a small organisation could do so much. And when I was asked to join the board, I thought, oh, this is fantastic. It gives me a chance to do something in an area I'm interested in. So, uh, as, as they say, the rest is history.
0: Absolutely. We live in quite a privileged space. So, were you surprised to see how much um, the issues are all the same, regardless whether you are in an affluent or a less affluent area.
1: I think I knew, knew and um, you know, anecdotally, and also from also having worked for the minister for health uh, for years, that you, it doesn't matter where you live, or who your parents are, or um, even your you know your ethnicity. Mental health issues affect everybody, and. But what I was surprised was, I think, the size of the issue amongst young people. And, and that's what hit me hard because I have three children of my own
0: yes and um i know kids really struggle to um raise enough funding to manage the demand so it's not that they don't um you know they don't have a very good service but they're so good that actually more people need their services and actually keeping up with demand is the tricky thing because you don't get government funding do you
1: no and it's um It's just constant and and I know that we've expanded over the the, um, eight or nine years I've been there. We've more than doubled in size and what has been extraordinary this is the community looking after its own kids Uh, and We have wonderful community organizations like Rotary as I call my fantastic beautiful Rotarians who have always been there supporting us Uh, whether it's through the Linfield Fund Run or the Novus Dinner. Uh, you know, we have Kringo and Council who, um, with the Rotarians, helped establish kids and continues to provide support, particularly um, with our premises. Um, and then it's all the other groups like Bendigo Bank and, and all those individuals who give us money. And in many ways, that also makes us strong because government policies do change Um, and where they put their money changes, and that can also make you vulnerable. And the other issue I think, um, we love government funding, but it's often very project-based, the way the funding works, and what we need to fund is counselling hours. That's what gives um, the maximum value to um, the kid that comes in the door.
0: So counselling hours, that you need the funding to be able to actually get the people on the ground. Yes. yeah, absolutely. And that's
1: where the money goes, because I can yeah. tell you, it's an incredibly lean, mean machine that we have, because um, we really only have uh, Felicity, our wonderful-
0: Dynamo Mrs. Felicity. And,
1: yes, Dynamo Felicity as admin, because really, the rest of it, it's, yes. it volunteers, and it all, all in the counselling. And of course, the other part of what we do is the early intervention work, and that's what makes us a little different from other organisations, is we go out to the schools, um, we run um, parent programs in conjunction also with Coringa Council and, we, and those are really quite important because it sort of lessens the stigma of mental health but actually gets young people talking amongst themselves and, and thinking that, you know, hey, there's somebody out there who can help me.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I think it also gets the parents together to to form bonds to say, actually, I'm not the only one. Because it's very difficult being a carer or being around a fam in a family where there is men- there are mental health issues and it can be the parent, it can be the child, it can be the sibling. But um, you know, working together is- and and seeing that other people are facing the same challenges is very important in a community.
1: Oh, absolutely, and I think it is very isolating um, uh, mental illness. Look, as indeed you know. Um, a chronic physical um, disability or illness, they, you're so focused on that that you can feel very on your own. And I know that um, Kids has actually um, provided counselling to young people through the parent coming in to get assistance.
0: Right, and wonderful. And
1: coming in to speak. Yeah. As, and, you know, there are always issues that deeply concern parents, which we're always trying to find what is the issue that... Um, um, parents would like to talk about and we've found recently and we've developed new programs that they were concerned about um, HSC stress and they've also been concerned about that transition from a, a small school to a very big school because we're finding it uh, some, not all children, but um, all young people. I'm a parent, I must not to use the word young people and kids but to me they're they really are kids. Um, moving but some have got so stressed that it's just been overwhelming and anxiety has begun to develop, which has needed to be treated.
0: Yeah. What are the things that you've picked up um, through working at kids that you employed with your your kids when you were bringing them up, or was it a different time? It's...
1: Uh, I think it's, it's a bit motherhood to say this, but it's communication. Yes. It's just trying to keep the lines of communication open. Yes. And it, look, as a parent I can tell you it's very, very difficult. Mm. Especially when they're going through the teenage years where they'd much rather talk to a friend than you and that talking to that friend is not half the time not even talking. It's Snapchat or, you know, take for a picture or or um, you know, a few words on a on Facebook. Um, and in fact they're not even really using Facebook now, it is more. Um, Snapchat and iMessage and various other ways, yeah. you know, and and that's, you know, I think has some issues in itself. But it is just keep trying to talk to them. Um, you know, from all the old fashioned things of trying to have as many um, dinners or teas around the table.
0: Yes, uh, uh, it so,
1: you know, just little things like even going out window shopping with your daughters. You know, you know, it's that um, finding that bit of time, and it and um, And, you know, as a working mother, I can tell you, I know how difficult that is as well.
0: Yes, trying to find time. Um, now, obviously, fundraising is a, a is a massive issue. Um, I know we met two years ago at the Novus dinner, and you you mentioned that earlier how they they're a great supporter, and and that's where you get a lot of your funding for. I know that we've got the next one actually coming up on the sixth of May, so we might do a little plug for that now.
1: Oh, very much so, and look. It's- it's, again, those wonderful Rotarians coming together to raise money, not just for kids. There's about um, three or four charities, including us. And and I think the other thing is that, yes, it's fundraising, and it is very important to us, and we'd like as many people to come along as possible and to be generous, but it's actually a lot of fun too.
0: It's a good dinner. You always dinner. have
1: good music, and you can get up and have a dance, and, you know, there's always other good bits of entertainment. It's one of the fun ones, and I... I always enjoy it. And, you know, you can put a dress on and, and um, make there's, a night of it. There's and, a great
0: um, auction as well, isn't it? Lots yeah. of people give amazing... Uh, I know this year there's an 11-day breathtaking Bordeaux River Cruise donated by Scenic Cruises and, you know, just
1: yeah. really and we purchased, things. We, we purchased a uh, a seven-day stay in a villa in Koh which we used last year, and it was fabulous. We had a great time, and... You know, you also feel a little bit good about it too when the money's gone to charity. Yes,
0: absolutely. Now, you know, it's worth it's worth knowing that um, individual tickets are 160, dollars but there there is a lot of that. Percentage of the ticket that goes to the charities themselves, and there are opportunities for corporate sponsorships as well. So, have a look on the um, Novus Foundation website, and the addresses for that is novusfoundation.org.au. And know that you're actually supporting kids when you go. Um, You've also got um, spaces in the Bobbin Head Classic Cycle Race, haven't you?
1: Yes, absolutely, and that's coming up very. Very short, end of March, I believe. And, and yes, and it's an, and that's another amazing local event. You know. again, Rotary came together, and first couple of years it was quite small. Now there's thousands riding, um, and um, and it's just extraordinary to see um, the number of volunteers come out, including lots of us from kids, to help marshal and keep everybody safe, and you know, it, even from you know individual riders to teams of riders who've been riding together for ages to we've got people from a group coming in from channel ten. Uh, this This is one of the very special community events, and um of course April is the Linfield Fun run, um, which uh, the Linfield Rotary Club um, or the Rotary club of Linfield uh, um, puts together, and Kids Ram um, is one of the recipients of funds from that event as well. So again, it just shows how the community can come together to help support those that need their help.
0: So what do you understand by the expression, which is the hashtag for this year's International Women's Day, be bold for change?
1: I think it means you just need to get up and do something and realize that you might think like myself, I'm just an overstretched, overtired, working mum. But if you actually do something, the, it ripples out for your community. Yeah. And it doesn't take much, just a little bit of time, like even coming along to a fun function and buying something at an auction or just volunteering just to go and help out on a day like the Head cycle. That does go into your community and does so much more than just that hour or two hours or three hours or whatever it is.
0: I can be testament to that. Last year, we ran an International Women's Day event. In fact, I interviewed kids. um, I I interviewed uh, kids at it um, when we did it around the um, Hornsby Fountain in the Hornsby Mall. It was a fantastic day. This year, we're doing it this coming Wednesday. It's a much bigger event. We have twenty-four stalls. People have come to the table and want to get involved and celebrate. And I think it. I think when you start something you just have to give it a few years if you do something and you don't get the response that you expect giving up just that's part of a mental health plan isn't it it's like you've got to be in it for the long run and kids is a very good example of an organization that is that that understands that in children's lives there's a lot of change and so the importance of a service that is there consistently is a valuable asset, and I, under, I I feel that the community, a lot of the Rotarians and a lot of the um, government organisations have appreciated that. And in part, that is where they're saying thank you to you for being consistent and and building an organisation that that has some stability in it.
1: No, thank you, Lucy, and it's very true. You have to keep going. I mean, Kid went through a bit of a, a rough patch, and from that we learned. A number of lessons, and from that, that's when we started to almost double in size. Because sometimes good comes out of bad, and one of the things that the community realized was we weren't government supported at all. Yes. And it was amazing how the community came to rescue and have continued to support us. Yes. And, um, and we um, continue to make sure that we're as professional as possible and uh, make sure that uh, the admin is lean as possible and we mm. keep. Gaming making sure that we've got enough to keep our counsellors going so. All those young people that need the help have got it.
0: And that's the blessing of realizing that different people bring different things to organizations in different times. So perhaps the people that started kids, they needed to do one thing and then the next wave of people that come in, they actually are the people that take it to that next level. And you know that it's it's actually celebrating the evolution of a small organization. For you know, and I say that for women who are thinking of starting businesses or, or organizations or charities themselves is it doesn't mean that you're going to be the one person that takes it all the way through. The right people will come to you at the right time to support you to go to that next level.
1: Oh, very much so. And look, volunteer boards are, um, are quite extraordinary, but they are volunteer boards. Yes. You have to recognise um, people's time constraints. And, and But you make sure you've got that broad range of talent And and that's always one of the most important things a board can do is continually searching for that talent Mm. to keep developing and moving the organisation forward because you can't stay exactly the same. You you stay same in the quality and what it is you give, but you've got to keep trying to find a better way to do it and you, you have to innovate. Like We need to keep seeing what is it that we can do to help young people. Yeah. Uh, because that does change, even if it's slightly nuanced um, over time, and and um, you, you know it's like if you can't look back; got to keep looking forward.
0: That's right, absolutely. Well, um, Namoi, thank you so much for doing the interview. I'm going to leave you with some last words from Jonathan O'Day, the member for Davidson, who said, "Namoi's commitment and leadership has helped many young people in our local area and across New South Wales. I am delighted she is Davidson's electorate." 2017 Local Woman of the Year and I take my hat off to you, Namoy, and say congratulations as well.
1: Thank you very much, Lucy.
0: Thank you for the interview and I will hopefully see you at this year's Novus Dinner.
1: Absolutely. I'll be there with bells on. <laughs>
0: Wonderful. See you then. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Now, if you want to get in touch with kids or um, see what they're up to or see how you can support, then uh, the website is kyds.org.au and the phone number is nine four one six zero nine double zero. I suspect Felicity, the dynamo Felicity, will be on the other end of the phone to um, send you in the right direction or to let you know what uh, you can do. But check their website out. It's got all the information on there. Now, uh, your list. Listening to Triple H, 100.1 FM and Stay in the Loop with Lucy on this special International Women's Day Part 1 show because Part 2 will be next weekend. Coming up, we have some feedback from last year's International Women's Day event from one of the stallholders who was there, Katie Walls, and her plans for this year's event because she, as Gentle Rhythm's As Gentle Rhythms is one of the sponsors of the event this year. All of that after our next song. You are listening to Triple H 100.1 FM. You're listening to Triple H 100.1 FM and Stay In The Loop with Lucy. Welcome back. Today's show is a preview of International Women's Day. Um, We have a wonderful event happening in uh, in the Hornsby Mall on Wednesday. This is the second year we've done it. And I just want to give you a quick recap of the first year before we go to our next guest, Katie Walls from Gentle Rhythms. Last year was the first year we did it. Um, Triple H and Stay in the Loop with Lucy came together. We had a live broadcast. We had a barbecue. We had a few stalls that um, I put together just to really um, ground something. We collected clothes for an organization called now what was it called dress for success um and we had fernwood ran some demo classes tupperware were there to sell um we did interviews all the way through the day. It was a super hot day. Um, we had Mission Australia Kids, Sir Optimist International, The Dish who run the food service for the homeless in the local area. We talked about domestic violence, about homelessness, about youth mental health, about women's health and even the effect of stress on teeth which was enormous with our, our wonderful uh, dentist on the day. The day offered some amazing opportunities to celebrate women in our local community and this year when I started the conversation. People were really engaged and wanted to be involved. One of the um, stalls we had last year I'm going to let Katie tell us about. She, um, she ran it. In fact, why don't we introduce Katie and we can go from there. Katie is a local practitioner. She's a health and wellness practitioner who specializes in women's health, has spent much of her time connecting with women and talking about where they sit on their list of priorities and um, is an amazing woman in herself with, with young people having grown up in the local area. Welcome, Katie Walls.
2: Thank you, Lucy. Good morning, everyone.
0: Now, um, you've obviously been a guest on this show before, so um, we all know you from uh, our our great talks about esoteric women's health. But on that day, what what we did was we devised a survey that asked people about where they sit on their list of priorities. You know, what... What it was about uh, their lives that um, that made them either feel guilty about where they were on their list of priorities, or you know whether they even wanted to be further up. How how did people respond when you asked them to complete the survey, Katie? Uh,
2: such an amazing experience because at first, you know, there's a little bit of um, hesitancy that say um, if you haven't kind of broached those areas yourself. And what we found was once we started talking about things, started to talk about aspects in our lives that they perhaps we haven't initiated or things that we've wanted to do, the women really went, "Wow, oh, there's so much to, to look at here, there's so much to talk about. That, you know, Why haven't I been putting myself a priority? Why haven't I um, initiated that exercise class that I wanted to do? why is it that everyone else is always a priority and we're very good at using that to avoid taking our well-being and our health to another level but we're good at kind of saying i don't have enough time and when you start to break it down it's like well what's important in life and most of the women were saying well to be healthy to be vital so i can get down on the floor and play with my kids or you know i can be consistent with what i'm doing at work and not have energy dips or feeling really sluggish in the afternoon so with the conversations that kept coming back to, then isn't it interesting the very thing that's going to support us the most is something that we have so many excuses, so to speak, about not providing to ourselves. And, and we explored, you know, these things, this concept of guilt, and why is it that as women we could feel guilty if we're taking time to exercise or taking time to have a massage or Um, nurture ourselves when if we're not doing that then we can't do all the things that we want to do so you know when we're finding that I just want to keep talking about this because Mm. real life practical stuff
0: absolutely and I was quite fascinated when I looked at the surveys and, and put them all into a spreadsheet family and friends family was the top answer for who gets first in priority of care friends were second culture and church tied, um, ourselves and the community tied, and volunteering came last. Now, I found that very interesting because what you have just illustrated is that if you are, let me have a look, one, two, three, well, um, probably sixth down the list if you take that culture and church and the community might, you know, they're all competing for places above you, particularly you know, community that's on the same level, but, you know, you could say possibly above. um, Then you can't do any of those things if you get sick, which is what you've just illustrated. So as much as you want to help your family and be there for your family, as much as you want to help your friends, as much as your culture demands, which is the word that they use, demands you to put, you know, other things first, um, the church expects it of you. Your community. Well, you know that that would be. That's part of what you're just supposed to do as an ideal belief. You can't do any of them if you're sick, or if you do, then you do it with resentment, and it doesn't feel very nice to be on the resen- re- receiving end of. Yeah,
2: spot on, and that's that's what the conversation kept cycling back to. So it's like breaking down. Yeah, exactly as you say. Belief for this idea that um, it's indulgent to be doing these things and actually it's, it's taking responsibility there's nothing indulgent about it it's actually someone who's going hey if i want to do all of this i'm expecting all of this from me i can't not look at you know my health what i'm eating what makes me feel good what doesn't work for me and and taking that responsibility overall."
0: I have to take my hat off to you, though, Katie, because I can't imagine that if someone is having a conversation with you, that you let it go when they say something that's a bit of a cop out. I suspect, (laughs) I suspect that as you did there, you keep coming back and say, yes, but isn't it illogical that blah, blah, blah? And, you know, we're so conditioned to consider that looking after ourselves is selfish that actually it takes a really loving, Friend in your life to remind you that actually it isn't loving to destroy your health for another person that's yeah, not what the other person is even asking i don't reckon
2: i agree and we've got we've got you know what we're really talking about is breaking down what is it to be a woman hmm and um, I definitely had to break that down within myself. I definitely, you know, was not up there on my priority list. And then I had to look at all of these aspects. And then as I started shifting and feeling the changes and feeling more energized and enjoying my relationships more and enjoying the kids more. But, you, you, you know, you have to have that commitment to, so, okay, I've, I've got to start somewhere here. Often it's just that people don't know where, where to start. Where is that first step? So mm-hmm. that's a lot of what we were looking at um, with the discussions in the day as well. Is that we know you know, there's so many books out there on, on what we need to do to be healthy. Yeah. We actually do know deep down. But if we know all of that, why is it that we're not initiating it? Why is it that often those new youth resolutions come back
0: to be
2: clear yes. and then you get resentful and frustrated? So is it perhaps just that we don't know where to take that first step and we just need a little bit of support for those initial steps as we start building?
0: um, Yeah, so really we can know it, but actually until we activate it, we we make the choice to activate it in our bodies, then it just stays as a theory and possibly, you know, possibly does it eat away at us um, because it's something we feel we should do, but we don't actually do it. So it's just that bit that kind of goes, oh, I should be, I should be, and then almost a beating yourself up because you're not.
2: Exactly, and then it comes into the self-worth issues, lack of self-worth, mm. self-loathing. If I can't even do this, then, you know, how can I do these other things or how can I deliver, um, you know, that project at work, etc. because I've got this little wheel that's running in the background going, well, three years in a row, I've had this tiny year years but I haven't been able to commit to it. So it's not that we don't want to. It's often that, that's the thing. It's not that, um, you know, that desire is not there and commitment is not there. It's just those initial steps to get going, and then you start to feel that feeding you back, and it's like, okay, cool, this isn't such a mountain, but I've got to climb. I just have to be consistent with those steps. I'm going to have good days, I'm going to have bad days. It's just, just having that support. Yeah. To
0: get
2: going. It's
0: what do you think keeps people lower down the list? What were the comments that came back, uh, you know, for what they felt were the excuses?
2: Not enough time was a big one. And I reckon if time was a commodity, geez, whoever was selling that would be pretty damn rich mm. um, because that's, that's something that people keep coming back to, you know, feeling that they don't have enough time. And then when we explored that a little bit, it's like, okay, but we have time for this other stuff as well. So let's look at it the same as, let's say, if exercise something that you really wanted to commit to, well, scheduling it in your diary the same as you would do an appointment or taking the kids to an appointment or a work commitment, that that is, that is the priority that you're giving it because it shouldn't be less. If what we're talking about this morning keeps coming back to, hey, it's actually taking responsibility and if I'm not doing these aspects, how can I do everything else? But just juggling it a bit in your mind, yeah. going, okay, I haven't put it as that priority. And then when you do, it, it makes it easier. It's like, no, that's that's
0: that's make myself. Yeah so do you think I mean from when we look at the survey some of the things that came back were was that it was conditioning that they always had themselves down that list or you know a belief that giving is rewarding so that they would, you know, feel better about themselves. So there was definite self-esteem attached to doing it for someone else as opposed to doing it for themselves. Is that the difference between self-worth, where you would realize your value and put yourself a little higher up that list of priorities, and self-esteem, where you're getting it from someone else or what you're doing is feeding a sense of, of your worth?
2: Right. I love what you're bringing up, really because if you break that um, merry-go-round, so to speak, we do have to explore, well, if I'm not shifting it, I'm getting something from it. So even though I'm getting frustrated that I don't have space for these other aspects, there's something in that that I'm I'm getting something that makes me feel good. And exactly as you're suggesting, it is that external recognition. So if if I'm always the one that says, Yes to picking up someone else's kids because I'm fearful if I say no that I'm not going to have a relationship with them. So it's getting nitty-gritty as well. It, it's going, well, what are my motives behind things? And even if I'm not enjoying that, there is something that I'm getting out of it. At the end of the day, I can go, well, that makes me feel better. So when we're looking at health and well-being, we're looking at everything. Mm. And, and to create change is to, to start exploring those relationships and going okay, but I've got to give myself more of that, so that I'm not needing it from these other aspects
0: so much. Because we'd, we'd be so disappointed we'd be so disappointed, wouldn't we, if we don't get when we've given our last drop of water from our glass of water, we'd be so disappointed if it wasn't appreciated, and that just builds resentment and then something eats away at us. It just feels like it's just not the same.
2: Yeah. And then we start um, doing more and more and more and more over ourselves um, because of that feeling as well, rather mm-hmm. than going, I can go deeper with my relationship here and start to value me, start to appreciate me. Because we, we generally don't, this is men and women, um, appreciate just what we naturally are. You know, just by being who we are, it's, it's the world identifies what we do, so we're very driven um, at producing, at the doing, at things you think to be appreciated rather than that self-appreciation.
0: I am see that we're going to have to have another survey this year. I shall get on to that this afternoon. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, now, let's tell us tell us what you're going to be doing this year, Which, because you're not going to be doing so much of that research and talking to people... You're actually going to be doing some hands-on work this year, aren't you, Katie?
2: Yeah, we're so looking forward to it. There's two other beautiful practitioners, Alex and Alexis, who, who are joining us on, at the stand. And we'll be offering hand massage, arm massage, hands-on healing for those that don't actually like massage and a beautiful facial release. Because on our on our face, we've got a lot of, we have a lot of tension from day to day, you know, that gritting of your teeth or... The frowning of the forehead, and it's just a really beautiful, relaxing way to let go of that tension. So we're going to have 20 minute um, sessions. If we've got space to make them longer, we definitely can, but we want to try and accommodate as many people as we can. They're all complimentary, um, so it'll just be fantastic to share that time. You know, you can come and see your groceries, see your shop, and then have this time for yourself as well. And this is just one of many stands that are offering complimentary opportunities to uh, give yourself a treat. Yes. nurture. We've got an upcoming course that's um, a great course on understanding menstruation and menopause. Uh, there's so much to be explored in that way. We don't have to suffer through menopause. We don't have to have those symptoms. A lot of it comes down to nurturing and self-care through the different cycles of our life. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot on offer, not just, you know, this opportunity today but things coming up as so well to support you locally so we'll be sharing that. yes
0: i love that that's that is great that you've got something coming up on the back of it so when we start the conversation when someone can feel that change in their body there's a, a support structure for them afterwards and i would noticed that a lot of the stands are, are going to be um, supporting people in that way so Look, Katie, wonderful to have you. Thank you for sponsoring the event. We said at the head of this show, we named you as one of the uh, sponsors on the flyer, and thank you very much for supporting us as we as we take this work out into the community. Thank you.
2: Looking forward to celebrating with everyone on
0: Wednesday. Yes, indeed. Um, Katie will be there with her team of volunteers, Alison and Alexis, and so thank you very much. Take care, Katie, and we'll see thank you on you. Wednesday. Thank
2: you, Lucy. Bye, everyone.
0: There we go, Katie Walls from Gentle Rhythms. It's uh, it's really lovely to be able to have that conversation, to deepen the conversation about what it is we do um, or what beliefs we have that hold us back from truly appreciating that it's us who need to put ourselves higher up that list of priorities in order to be able to do what the community clearly want to do from the results of this survey, which is support their family, support their friends, honour their their culture, honour their church, honour their community and volunteer, give something back. My feeling is that volunteering actually is the lowest on the list of priorities because we're slightly overwhelmed by everything else that we have to do. I know that my role here at the station is as a volunteer and I couldn't do what I do here if I didn't look after myself in a whole different way to the way I did a few years ago. You know, I, I, I've always volunteered. I have always um, had enormous uh, dedication to my family to my friends to my community but before i believe that i did it from a glass that was actually half empty in terms of the capacity and the energy i had to give and therefore sometimes i got my priorities a little wrong and would give so much to the community and to the volunteering and the organizations and my friends, that my family were, got the raw deal. They got grumpy Lucy, they got tired mum, they got, um, you know, they got someone who needed a a copious amounts of sugar or wine or, um, yeah, wine, that's pretty much the drink that I drank, um, just to keep me going in the evening or to relax me. But I don't really think I had that much vitality. Um, You know, you've heard me on this show before talk about sugar. I, I, and now completely off it, and I feel like I'm getting my life back. But I had no idea, because it's such a, an acceptable drug, as I'd like to call it, because for me it is a drug. Um, I, I used it to sustain a way of living that was actually really quite abusive when I look back to it, um, to myself, you know, me and, and the pace that I went. You know, Having come off it, and actually um, found that my body with after so many tests, my body just doesn't deal with sugar fantastically well, or AKA not at all. Um, And so I have to be very careful of what sugar intake I have. I'm now really healthy. My diet is really healthy. No sign of diabetes or any issues on that front. My body just does not deal with it. But because I've learned how to look after myself and sleep more, um, I'm. I can actually feel the um, the consequence of eating the sugar on my body quicker. So as mu- as as hard as it has been to have that level of honesty, I'm incredibly grateful to my body for being quite that blunt. <laughs> um, and I I think I do more work here at the radio station and more work in the community as a public health advocate and, and more work as a youth worker. Um, as a result so i hope that you will all benefit from that as uh, as the year goes on because we've got a lot of events coming up you are listening to triple h 100.1 fm and stay in the loop with lucy you are listening to triple h 100.1 fm and stay in the loop with lucy today's show has uh, very much been a celebration of international women's day which we have got on uh, wednesday the 8th of March always the 8th of March um, we're going to be doing an event in Hornsby around the Hornsby Mall area around the fountain we have a number of organizations that have come together have volunteered uh, their funds and their time to celebrate at that uh, on that day sponsors for the event um, are Triple H and Stay in the Loop with Lucy Arbon. Gentle Rhythms, Ability Links and Settlement Services Australia, Hepatitis New South Wales, SmartLine Personal Mortgage Advisors, Fernwood Fitness in Hornsby and the Seroptimist International Organisation. The beneficiaries of all profits from the event are shared between hornsby Guy Women's Shelter and Streetworks Young Women's Programs. Amazing um, opportunity we're going to have on that day drop by the information stall we're going to have a list of all the stalls that are available letting you also know what the giveaways are for the day and um there'll be um, a little survey sheet there which we were just talking about with katie walls and we'll also have um an opportunity to get one of the 150 goodie bags to give away Now, um, the other organizations that will be there, we've got um, a breast... We really wanted to have a bit of breast care awareness. So Intimo are going to be there um, to support women to see whether their bras actually fit them. Now, I wouldn't have thought that this was something that we did or didn't know um but having been told that i was wearing the wrong size bra i feel uh, newly educated and am pleased to uh, suggest that we share this with everybody else (laughs) so you you actually she's going to guide and advise and she's also going to um, do a discount for anything that's bought on the day um We have Breast Screening New South Wales there. I'm really pleased they're coming this year. They gave us a lot of goodies for the goodie bag last year. And this year, they're actually going to be with us. What else? We've got the Art of the Flower coming. And you can sit and make a flower crown. She does a lot of weddings. She does a lot of hen parties. We've got tailored ceremonies and life celebrations. Uh, Mandy Taylor, um, who's going to come and do that. We have got... um, uh, a hen party supply organisation coming, SmartLine personal mortgage advisors. So, you know, you start your life, you maybe want to figure out how on earth you can get a home. Um, you know, the guidance and advice is there and the, and everybody, again, is has got deals and giveaways on the day. We've got accountants there who can guide you through all that. And don't forget, all of these women have started... Um, businesses so all of them can guide and advise other women who think that they might like to start their businesses um, we have wattle seed healing center who uh, um, don't forget emma and jody came in to do an interview in the um, in the station a couple of weeks ago i think, believe they kicked off my um, my year 2017 They um, have a counselling and psychological services for adults and young people. So if you're struggling with change, then, you know, maybe some support in that area is available there. Um, We've got Hepatitis New South Wales, you know, raising um, awareness for hepatitis and really focusing on women and and young families. We've got VisiMates. Now, this is a, a product, actually, that helps young people or cyclists or dog walkers, you know, and you attach this thing, this this product, and it just helps you be seen in the dark. Um, I think what we've really got here is lots of hands-on things, things that you can go, you can feel, if you're tense, you can have something that's actually going to give you an opportunity to relax, not make you relax, but give you that opportunity. If you If you then, once you feel relaxed, actually want to find out other services in the area, you know, perhaps you're um, from a language other than English. Well, we've got services there who can tell you what services are available for your area. Ability links will be there and settlement services international. You know, they're, they're all people who can, if they don't know, they know someone who does know. If you also want to know a little bit more about street work and the young women's programs they're going to run, Nadia Kariaski, who's going to be running those programs, um, will be there to explain to you about them. And actually, as a youth worker for street work, put my hand up for that, I'll be running some of them as well. And I I can tell you from the bottom of my heart, it makes such a difference to have conversations with young people and young women about what the challenges are today. If we don't have these conversations, if we don't call out and talk about the fact that it's it's tricky um, growing up as a young woman, you've got two ends of the spectrum. You either go really hard and say I'm going to be equal in a man's world or you completely... Um, hold yourself back because you're afraid of what you know the work that you could do as a woman and you and it's not maybe not your experience in your culture to see women as equal you know the programs that we want to run are about inspiring young women to see the value of who they are and to to live that by nurturing themselves by getting to know their cycle by getting to know their bodies by getting to see how you know sometimes social media is a fantastic tool, and other times it can be something that holds our um holds our self esteem to ransom you know if you don't get a hundred and fifty likes if you only get four likes what you know what does that mean for that picture? You liked it, but what does it mean if no one else likes it? And tumbling down goes the self-esteem and, you know, it's a—it's just a vicious circle. So again, you know, listen back to what Katie Walls was saying earlier in the conversation about the difference between your self-esteem and your self-worth and how if you take what you do and what How others feel about you as your truth and and what makes you feel real about you, that if that approval from other people goes away, your self-worth and your self-esteem will also go away, will also tumble. Now, we've got to question why that matters, because it's how it's been maybe for some of us for thousands of years, but I was recently... In fact, I was recently reminded of something, some research that came up two years ago about the sandwich generation, which, you know, it's the cohort of women between 35 and 50 struggling with children and aging parents. So they're they're women who've been sandwiched in between two different generations researchers are now concerned that life's pressures are driving these women to drink to excess and there's little or no support to help them stop figures suggest that more than half a million women in this age group engage in high-risk drinking now i already said that for me that was my calming down it was my um where I got my energy at the end of the day to put the kids to bed to to, uh, to just not be the big grouch bag that I thought I was going to be. But when we're thinking of it, you know, just one in more than 600,000 women um, are can, are engaged in high-risk drinking leading to alcohol dependence, that's really huge when alcohol is shown to be a um, risk factor in cancer, in heart um, disease, in all sorts of chronic diseases of the body that come into our lives as we age. And I say as we age because I am aging, as we all are, I guess, but I'm, you know, closer to that, uh, the top end of that group. So, you know, it, it's really important that we don't take a drink a night Lightly, and we don't take drink as a coping mechanism lightly, and we actually find support for ourselves elsewhere that can support us in a more sustainable, loving, and heartfelt way. Which is my whole introduction. We know it. it, the The support is out there. We've just got to find the people who are walking that talk and who can not just say, "Oh, look, it's fine; doesn't really matter," and say, "Okay, but if I don't want it to be fine." you know, what can I do? What are my anxiety-based triggers? What, um, that, you know, when I go off on this road and say, I'm not going to drink for a week, what are the triggers that mean I can't sustain that, um, that choice? You're listening to Triple H 100.1 FM and stay in the loop with Lucy. I do love that. Yes, love indeed. It is what we're made of. Um, Deborah Savran from her album Let My Heart Lead The Way, which I just love say that so often gets me jiggling in my car now um we're into the last few minutes of stay in the loop with lucy this morning i wanted to thank you for being with us it's been a show that's been all about international women's day the preview that's coming up for our show our live show on wednesday i know shock horror lucy on the airwaves in the middle of the week what is going on taking over the triple h airwaves hopefully with other uh, presenters from Triple H but um, we will all be there there's going to be um, the gorgeous Hugh and Neil are going to be technical crew down there we're going to have um, Mary and Patrick and or oh, hopefully Pasquale and Adrienne is going to be there she's got her business She can is going to have her business attached to where the barbecue is so she can help on the barbecue but also um, promote her business there now Come down and see us, please. Come down and consider joining um, Triple H. Uh, help be a. Um, you can either be a supporter, which is twenty-five dollars, or you can actually join as a member, and um, and get some benefits from being a member of the station. By, for example, having the opportunity to learn how to be a presenter, how to do the technical aspect, the sound production, um, how to make adverts for people. Or don't think they call adverts community service announcements. We run on the smell of an oily rag, so it would be really lovely if the people who we promote on the radio could join as a member and promote us back. That's always deeply appreciated. Now, I have to thank the guest that I've had on the show today, Namoy Dougal, and a thank you to the beautiful Katie Walls, who, as ever, took us to a whole different level than the than um, just considering what we do and where we put ourselves in our um, level of priorities. She really brought us to a place where we could question the ideals and beliefs that we've taken as normal. And that's I love that about this show. I love that about the amazing guests who, who give me the opportunity to interview them. We all show what we're doing in the community, but also how we can be bold for change and maybe that being bold for change starts with us putting ourselves and our self-care higher up that list and then the ripple effect from us from that is is just a wow it's it shakes grounds so you know let's do it let's consider that that actually might be what's coming up and what we what being bold for change is Remember, regard the support has always happening in your life. You are and always will be you and you are amazing. The key is to reconnect to that space and learn to build a relationship with your body so you can recognize when your body is trying to tell you something is not quite right and then seek support with the appropriate service, be that mental or physical health. Look for support in the community. As you see from this show, it is there. The podcast for today's show will be available through the Stay in the Loop with Lucy website, and on SoundCloud. And if you want to get updates, then please remember to like the at Stay in the Loop with Lucy Facebook page um, or sign up for um, the new and improved newsletter, which will be coming out fairly soon. Links to all of those spaces are available on the Triple H homepage. So if you can't find lucydarhill.com, if you can't find stayintheloopwithlucy.com, then just go to the Triple H homepage and you'll find it all there. Till next week's show, please remember to take a moment to look after you, to um, connect with the amazing people in our community. Be kind, be caring, be loved, be all of you. You have been listening to Stay in the Loop with Lucy on Triple H 100.1 FM.